Egyptians went to the polls this weekend, too, for the first round of voting on the country's new and controversial constitution. The referendum's second round is set for next Saturday. Despite all the recent protests against it, the constitution is widely expected to be approved. Supporters will hail that as a key step forward for the country, but many Egyptians say it won't fix what really ails the country, the economy. As the world's Matthew Bell reports from Cairo, things are getting worse for Egypt's poorest. Drive out of downtown Cairo, and before you get to the suburbs, you reach the City of the Dead. Egyptians just call it the cemetery. It's an ancient, crumbling catacomb of tombs and mausoleum structures that goes on for miles. Another thing about the place? Lots of people live here. Welcome to Cairo. Voters from the Cairo Necropolis, as the area is also known, went to the polls on Saturday to say yes or no to a controversial draft constitution. Supporters of the text say it's good for Islam. But in this area, people are just as likely to talk about what the constitution might mean for the economy. Forty-eight-year-old Mossad Mohammed says he voted yes to the Constitution for the sake of stability. Everyone needs to put bread on the table, he says. As he finishes his point, a lively debate breaks out among a crowd of women next to the entrance of the polling place. Most are covered from head to toe in black, a sign that they come from conservative Muslim families. A woman in a green headscarf who introduces herself as Huda Hamid is adamant. She forces her way through the crowd to say why she voted no to the Constitution. The only things on the rise are deaths and inflation, Hamid says. She lives near the city of the dead with her husband and their two daughters, 12 and 17. His pension is their only income. It's about $30 a month. With the cost of water, food, electricity, and medicine, she asks, how can we get by? Still, Hamid went out to cast her vote, perhaps a sign, however small, that she is holding out some hope for positive change. Other poor Egyptians are not so hopeful. Not far from the polling station, amid the maze of tombs, I meet a family of seven that has lived in the cemetery for 25 years. Their family burial site is also their home. It provides shelter, and there's an electric light hooked up. But this is a life of destitution, even by Egyptian standards. Salwa Mahmoud says that she was told to vote yes on the Constitution for the sake of Islamic Sharia law. But she says there was no point in voting. We are Muslims, she says. Who is President Mohamed Morsi to tell us about Islam? When we die, she asks with disdain, will we see no God but God or no God but Morsi? Mahmoud and her husband say they live a life with no dignity. They survive on charity. The Egyptian revolution, they say, has not been good for them. They never supported it. Morsi and the Muslim Brotherhood promised to help the poor, Mahmoud says, but the president has not lived up to that promise, so she doesn't support them. It's no surprise the poorest Egyptians are disillusioned, says Ahmed al-Nagar of the Al-Aram Center for Political and Strategic Studies. The fact is, he says, things are getting worse for the poor. Well, the same uh, policies of Mubarak period is continuous till now under the military council and under uh, Dr. Mohamed Morsi. 
the same policies. Egypt spends a staggering 10% of its GDP on food and fuel subsidies, but Nagar says this spending fails to reach the people at the bottom of the socioeconomic ladder. Around 40 million Egyptians, that's about half the population, lives on one or two dollars a day. Unemployment is rising. Inflation is a problem. And Nagar says this Egyptian government isn't addressing the problem. I think if this government do not take actions to help those people or to make them able to help themselves, I think there will be a big explosion in the coming months. And it's not just the poor who are at risk. The clock is ticking for the whole Egyptian economy. An emergency IMF loan was just delayed, and the nation's foreign reserves are being depleted. At the current rate, they will be completely gone in about three months' time. For The World, I'm Matthew Bell, Cairo. For more of Matthew's reporting from Egypt, including his coverage of the heated constitutional referendum campaign, come to theworld.org.